Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into All You Are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Welcome friends to another episode of Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. Today I want to talk to you about your dreams. And when I say dreams, I don't mean that vacation you want to take this summer or the renovation you want to do in your kitchen. I don't mean those sort of everyday, very achievable, approachable dreams that are really just items on your to-do list. I mean those big, weird, crazy dreams that feel too far-fetched for us to even entertain. The kind that we're kind of embarrassed to say out loud. They're just so silly. We just don't even, we don't even really give them a second thought. Now, as much as I'm a dreamer, I am somewhat pragmatic. If your dream is to open a flower shop in Notting Hill, for example, if that's your big secret dream, that might be something to park for down the road in this season of your life. Although, never say never. Most of the time, though, our dreams aren't as crazy as we think they are. We just won't even give ourselves permission to go there. We won't even allow ourselves the fun of imagining what could be. So today, I want you to take those crazy dreams off the crazy table. I want you to pull them out from the back of the closet, and I want you to dust them off. And let's talk about how we bring those beautiful, crazy big dreams closer to reality. So the first step in bringing your dream, your big dream closer to reality is to start by just writing it down. Write your dream down in your journal. Write down what it looks like, what it feels like. Write down the people that are surrounding you. Write down what you're wearing. Write down what you feel like when you wake up in the morning and you are approaching your day in this dream reality. And review that regularly. You know, you this is just for you. It's, it's your imagination at play. Spend time and massage that dream a little bit more. See if you can bring it more to life over time. See if it changes over time. Maybe it gets clearer, maybe more specific. The second step is to read your dream out loud. So at this point, you're not sharing it with anyone else. This is just for you, but you're going to really take the time to hear your own voice as you sound out the words of your dream and listen to your voice. Does your voice sound unsure or, um, incredulous, or 
Can you feel a sense of excitement in your voice? Maybe even over time, you'll start to hear some confidence in how you sound when you dream, when you read your dream out loud. Finally, the third step is to share your dream with someone you trust. So this trust piece is critical. I often say that your dream is like a delicate plant. I have experienced firsthand what happens when you take an indoor plant outdoors too quickly. This happened to me a few summers ago. I had this beautiful plant that my mom had given me. I think it was a, a palm and like an indoor palm. And, you know, I've seen those palms outside. I thought I could just take it outside. But when you take a indoor plant outside too quickly and it's not used to you know, the harsh nature of the sun and the fresh air and all of those things, it can burn. And your idea or your dream is similarly very delicate. You have to be careful who you share that dream with because sometimes all it takes is one negative comment, one person to say, really, you want to do that? Or, but you have no experience in that. Or, that's crazy. You have responsibilities or a million other things that are like putting your beautiful idea or dream in the hot sun and allowing it to burn immediately. So you need to treat your dream with kid gloves and you need to nurture it until it is more robust and able to handle the elements. And by elements, I mean those people who are going to be quick to shoot down your idea because they are not pursuing their own dreams. So the third thing is to share your dream with someone you trust. And that person is likely somebody who has a growth mindset, who has their own dreams that they're, you know, considering or maybe even actively moving towards. That is a safe space to share your dream. So can you right now think of a dream that you have been harboring? Um, I think of the women in my group programs and some of them have dreams that are not crazy at all. They just feel crazy to them or for them, or they're looking at their dream through the lens of what other people might think. So for example, a woman who's a VP in finance who has done all this education and her parents have worked so hard for her to get where she is, but she sort of longs to either be an interior decorator or a real estate agent. That's her secret dream. So depending on who you are and how you see yourself, the sort of identity that you've created around who you think you are, your dream, you know, to someone could be perfectly reasonable and to you it's way out there. So I think I think the first step as you know we talked about is to acknowledge it and just acknowledge that it's there. And don't judge it. Just acknowledge that it's there and write it down. Okay. So so far we've said that you want to write down your idea. You want to read that dream, your dream out loud, and you want to share that dream 
very specifically with someone you implicitly trust to protect and um, understand the delicate nature of your dream. Okay, so now where do we go from here, right? Right now, this dream is all within you. Yes, you've shared it with somebody, but it's very much within you. And it's very likely that you have in your mind uh, made it this very far off, almost impossible to reach concept. And what we want to do now is bring it somewhat closer to you. So one way that we can bring it closer to ourselves is to understand some realities around our dream. Like what would it take? So for example, if your dream is to open that flower shop in Notting Hill, some of the things you might want to start gathering are, okay, where in Notting Hill would you open this flower shop? Is there a specific strip or, you know, a street or an area that you would want to open it? What does rent look like in that area? Like really, what are there other businesses there? And is there already a flower shop? And just doing some of the actual legwork so that it goes beyond just being something that's in your imagination and that you bring some realism to what it is that you want to create. Some sort of serious, like, I want to open a coffee shop. Okay, how much does it cost to rent an espresso machine? You know, how much, uh, what, how many hours would I want to be open? Just starting to think through some of those things, like bring it to life in greater detail and with real world elements um, woven in. So, you know, you're not creating a business plan. You are not getting into the specifics at this point. What you're doing is just taking that dream to the next logical step, right? Then what you want to do is you actually want to start taking some steps. And I think this is where a lot of us get hung up because we're like, oh, but why am I even taking any steps? This is just, this is like not going to happen. Like it's too far away and it's not practical. So I'm not even going to go there. But what you don't realize is that at this point, all you're doing is following your curiosity and following your curiosity is fun. Do you remember when you were a kid and you just explored something purely because you were interested in it, or you started crafting and cutting and gluing and coloring just for the pure fun of it, right? You weren't at that stage worried about about the outcome. So as we are playing with our dream, we don't need to worry about the outcome. Like it could be that we follow this path and it, you know, we may actually decide we don't want it. But at this point, we should just have fun with it and say, okay, what are the next steps? What are like three next steps? Do I need to talk to somebody who owns a coffee shop if a coffee shop is what I want to open? Do I need to um, listen to some podcasts of people who have launched coffee shops in the past? Um, do I want to do some research on where I would want my coffee shop to be and how it would be different? Um, how would I decorate it? Thinking through some of those next steps will help you, again, bring your dream closer to you and keep in mind that you are having fun while you're doing it. The next important piece, I think we're on step six now, but I will recap these later. 
The next important piece is also to find community. So by community, I don't necessarily mean people who have um, done what you dream of doing, but find the dreamers, find people who allow themselves to dream, who have followed their dreams already. So it could be people who are, you know, you're linking arms with them and you're in the same place, maybe having had followed a certain path and now you're opening up to new possibilities and you link arms and you're, and you say to each other, let's go on this journey together. Let's explore what could be, but it could also be surrounding yourself with people who are a few steps ahead. Um, somebody who has already launched that coffee shop and are a year or two into it or um, other entrepreneurs who have um, created something amazing. Really, I'm using entrepreneurship and a coffee shop as an example, but really it could be anybody. It's so important to be surrounded by people who are along the same journey together because when we are doing anything new, we inevitably hit up against resistance. We hit up against reasons why we shouldn't do it, reasons why we're not the ones to do it. Literally every day, we will be facing those messages. But when we have people we can turn to who get it, it just... You feel the support behind you. You feel this wave of support that you're not alone, that there's others who think exactly like you, and it propels you forward. So number six, or the sixth step, is to find community. Okay, so to quickly recap, this is, these are the six steps towards bringing your big crazy dream closer to you. The first step is to write it down. The second step is to read your dream out loud to yourself. The third is to share your dream with someone you trust. The fourth is to bring some reality to your dream. What do you need to know? The fifth is what are the next steps that you can take? So what can you actually action to bring your dream, you know, take it from being um, in your imagination to becoming something real. The sixth is to find community. And then the seventh to go a bit deeper is to find support. Because when we were doing something new, we again cannot do it alone. So whether we join a program, hire a coach, take a course, um, whatever it is that we need to do to acquire the knowledge and the skills that we need to make our dream a reality. So that's sort of the seventh step. And what I wanted to do is share with you how these seven steps have manifested in my own life. Because what I think you'll find is that maybe you aren't on step one. Maybe you are actually on step four, which is to bring some reality to your dream. Maybe you've written, had your dream written down for years and you've been saying it out loud for years and you've shared it with many people you trust, but you just haven't gone past that point, right? So you could be anywhere along these seven steps in your own dream journey. And I wanted to share with you a little bit about how my dream journey is, has evolved. And I honestly have not thought about this in advance. So 
join me as I think this through live with you. So I have for years and years been writing down a dream for my future that involved me becoming an entrepreneur, very mission-driven, that leveraged my unique gifts. So I have been writing this down probably since my 30s um, or even earlier, since my 20s. And I think maybe then it was more about what I was interested in and less than less what I saw as my gifts. But over the years, it's, it's evolved. So I have been writing this down, writing my dream down for years. Um, I've definitely been reading it out loud and dabbling in it. You know, I've really have dabbled through the years in different ways, entrepreneurship, writing, starting businesses, designing jewelry and selling it, designing a robe, holding workshops, um, you know, writing a column for a local newspaper. There's there's so many ways that I have um, been really out there sharing my dream with people that I trust. And, you know, I have also taken all those steps to bring reality to my dream, had those conversations, um, you know, done the courses and the programs, understood what it took to take the next step. And, and what I realized through all of that is that you have the resourcefulness to figure things out. Really, you don't move into figuring things out phase until you've accepted that this is, you know, a dream that you have. Because otherwise, again, it just stays in your imagination, it stays in your mind, and it never moves, you know, onto the page and then into your life. And I have actually been really great at that. You know, I've I've been able to take something from my mind to the page and into my life on numerous occasions. Um, I have absolutely, especially over the last sort of six or seven years, found a community of people that have a growth mindset, that are entrepreneurial, that are very much um, leaning into possibility. I talk a lot about how we, when we want to do something new, there is a part of us that is excited and feels enthusiastic and is leaning into that possibility. And um, we're imagining what could be, but then there's another side of us that is very much worried, um, sort of feel anchored in the past and feeling like anchored in fear, right? Like what, what happens if this doesn't work? Um, who am I to do this? Sort of all those thoughts that hold you back. And having a community has allowed me, whenever I do fall back into that sort of thinking or feeling, to reach out and have this wave of support that brings me back into feeling possibility. So finding that community has been so critical. Um, and then taking the courses and the programs and the coaching. And that's also a very challenging thing for many people to do. And it is because we have sort of been 
told what our path is, right? We've told, we go, I mean, especially for women in their forties and above, we have been told that the path was you go to university, you get a good job, you climb the ladder. Um, it kind of goes on from there. And so we have, we have a hard time now looking at a new way of being because it means shifting gears. It means letting go a little bit of our identity and saying, okay, who do I want to be now? And what is it going to take? And sometimes that means investing in ourselves. It means investing in the course, investing in the coach, investing in the program. And that can be a lot for us to get past. However, this is where the sort of final capping it off, capping it all off piece comes in, which is commitment. It is very easy to keep trying things, to do things halfway there, to get to a certain point and then drop off. And that is the point where we have to decide, are we committing to this? Are we committing ourselves to this? Or are we just having fun and dabbling? Both are okay. There's many things I've done that were about my growth and my evolution and having fun and seeing what I was made of. Um, and I don't know that I was ready to commit to what came next until about six months ago or, or a little bit more than that when I committed that I was going to grow All You Are into an empowerment platform for women, especially those approaching mid-age, middle age. Um, and I committed and I went all in and I said, now what do I need to make this a success? And that is at the point where you are fully in the game. So as you think about your dream, you just need to remember that there are all these steps that lead to step eight, which is that commitment stage. There are all these steps that you take. And the wonderful thing about it is even if you just get to step one, you are making progress because you are listening to your inner voice. You're allowing that voice to come through. You're writing it down. Even getting to step one shows that you are growing and moving forward. And depending on the idea, some ideas will make it, you know, up to step two or three. Some ideas might make it all the way up to steps five and six. Um, and when you're ready and the season is right and, you know, that sort of fire in you is burning strongly, you may be ready to take it all the way to step eight, which is commitment. But this is all to say that your dreams are your soul's voice and we need to listen to them and we need to take them seriously. And even if it means all we're doing at this point is writing them down, I want you to take those beautiful big dreams off the crazy table and out of the back of the closet and dust them off and show them a little love. Okay, because that's the joy and the adventure of life. 
is to follow our dreams in whatever way we are ready to. I wanted to share this quote as we wrap up uh, by Napoleon Hill. And he says, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not to put this plan into action. Sometimes all that action is, is writing it down. Thank you so much, friends, and I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.